0: Welcome back to another episode of 52 in 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today we're going to be talking about the Oscar-nominated Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, so Josh is back with me today. I am kind of uh, kind of sick, kind of recovering from going to a concert where I was screaming for three hours straight. Um, so that's why I sound like this. So apologies in advance. But Uh. uh as bad as I sound, I don't uh, feel as bad as this movie was, Josh. Oof. <laughs> Damn, coming out strong, are you?
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you, you're not a fan. I think it's the funny thing about this movie was that um, you knew from like the moment that you saw the trailer that you weren't going to like it, <laughs> and you were right, but you're also wrong. <laughs> when I told you, well, you yeah. might think you're not going to like it, but this movie's going to, like, nominate for a bunch of Oscars and eventually be a favorite, and you're like, what are you talking about? That's No, <laughs> no it's not. And and unfortunately, uh, it won uh, two acting Golden Globes and uh, Best Screenplay Golden Globe and the Best Picture for the Drama, and Golden Globes aren't totally predict- predictive of the Oscars, but it's uh, it's one of the few frontrunners now at the Oscars, and that's why I, I kind of felt like we had to talk about it, and uh, you had to force yourself to sit through it, and I had to sit through it again because I it had been <laughs> two months since i saw it so at least you didn't yeah. have to do at least you didn't have to do that um and, yeah actually I, I mean i didn't i don't think i hated the movie as much as you did but it was not one i would have revisited if i had, felt like i had a choice
0: okay so it's it's directed by martin mcdonough have you seen in bruges or seven psychopaths i've seen both of them have okay you seen, I, do you like them
1: I, I i liked in bruges um seven psychopaths gets a little too weird for me but it's a pretty incredible sam rockwell performance yeah. it makes me upset that like He's had like so many other movies that he's been really good in and that he's not getting uh, an Oscar nomination for and he's probably going to win an Oscar for this one because he's yeah. – have you seen Seven Psychopaths? Yeah, I actually really like Seven Psychopaths. And he's like incredible. Uh, yeah, he's and, really good in that. And it's like he's – I've seen him in other stuff that I've liked and it's just uh, – yeah, and, I, I, and Bruges is a lot of fun too.
0: Yeah, I, and I— and I, and I, yeah, it's, been I a while, like, it's
1: been a while I, since I saw it, but I, I I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen
1: it in a while, but— uh, Every, And a lot of people love that movie. I mean, I don't know if I have yeah. quite the strong connection to it as a lot of people, but, like, I think they're both good movies. Or, that's yeah, a good and Colin, movie. Well,
0: I, yeah, Colin Farrell's good in it, so— mm-hmm. um, Anyway, so this movie is like what Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, who we mentioned, um, Lucas Hedges, who we've talked about a couple times on the Caleb podcast,
1: Caleb Landry Jones, who's come up a lot in the last year, <laughs> yeah, um, and yes,
0: uh, Peter Dinklage is in it for a little bit. Um, Clark and then, Peters, yeah, unfortunately, my father Clark, Clark Peters is 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 in this movie. Yeah, I don't I don't even really know. I've where actually to start seen like.
1: I've actually seen the girl that plays. Uh, uh the daughter i mean she only has uh one scene in this given the story of the movie but i've randomly seen her in like a a handful of things in the last year uh she's played the daughter on the movie or on the tv show halt and catch fire and i Mm -hmm. actually uh thought she was really good in that and then she was in uh one other thing that she did recently that i oh wait she was in ladybird i don't remember what part she oh she she played the she played reese's older daughter in big little lies so if you you thought she looked familiar so actress is getting to do a lot of stuff now so yeah uh pretty deep cast and yeah not surprising given that a lot of people liked his last two movies and probably wanted to work with him
0: yeah um i guess like the premise is basically like francis mcdormand's daughter is like raped and murdered and they're like They're in this, like, small town in Missouri, I guess, and they don't solve the case, basically, and it's been, like, a little while, a couple months, and she's kind of losing her shit, like, which is understandable, and she kind of wants to send a message to the police and to the town, et cetera, et cetera, so she, like, buys these billboards and, like, puts some, like, provocative things on them, and then everyone gets all up in a fuss, um, and then there's a bunch of racism, and then the movie's over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't. I like. I don't know. Where do you want to start? Like, I, well, I so, really, like this movie is not good. So,
1: so you decided it was bad like within the first five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I was there for the premise. I in theory, the movie I thought I was getting. If I had given me that, I would sure. have been fine. So I wasn't too turned off right from the start. But it was more when I uh, got through it and I was like, really, that's how they're gonna kind of. <laughs> that's how they're gonna. That's how they're gonna resolve this whole thing. It was yeah, it left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. So. Uh,
0: What what did you not like from this movie from the outset? Um, I just think it's interesting because, like, his... I I, I actually didn't know that this was a Martin McDonough movie when I I first started watching it. I think I paused it at some point and, like, looked up who had done it. And then it started to make a little bit more sense uh, because he sort of has this, like, style and this tone of, like, weird, uh, like, dark, trying-to-be-funny shit, right? And he's also Um,
1: in in a non-American trying to say yeah. something about race and yeah. stuff in America and yeah. it probably doesn't all work. Um,
0: and I think just right off the bat, like the movie... I think I've said this before. I don't even remember what movie I, th- I said it about. But like the movie thinks it's smarter than it is, I think. Um, and there's just like... I, I, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but the, I think the opening scene, there's like no subtlety to it. And they're trying to like make this like comment about race. And it's just like it just carries on throughout the movie and you're like like we get it like it's not funny or like it doesn't really serve a purpose besides like just awkwardly being present in the film i guess i don't know well i didn't I,
1: I didn't necessarily think uh, totally from the outset that it was going to be about race it refers to it a well, couple yeah, times well yeah right yeah i didn't it, know it, it, either well okay i i misunderstood what you just said then but i It would have been fine if they'd referred to it a couple times, as they do in the trailer where she's uh, talking shit about the police and saying if you're too too busy killing black folks to find my daughter. And that might have been a little – who knows if it would have been a low blow or not, but if they had just left it at that, I would have been fine with it. But instead they had to uh, uh, set a lot of the movie around the cop that had treated black folks poorly and then give him a – make him a sympathetic character and redeem him without actually putting in – any work to do so, yeah. which is the really the 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 low point of this movie for me. But at the start, it looks like it's going to be a, a story about vengeance and sure. whether and whether you can push that too far. And I was here for something like that. But on my second watch, because I like I said, I went back and watched it again. I think they still would have had to have, um, recalibrated Mildred a little bit for even that version of the movie to work for me because she's mm-hmm. kind of a terrible person. And also she is a terrible right. person and in i don't kind of <laughs> and i don't think i totally grasped that or i just forgotten about it uh because it'd been over two months and when i saw it for a second time since the first time i yeah. saw it and if she had been a slightly better person but then was pushing the police force to its to the edge because woody does kind of lay out somewhat of a uh, reasonable, reasonable argument why it wasn't like, solved yeah like we've hit we don't have any leads we've searched every suspect. We've done DNA on everyone we can. Like we're doing, we've done what we can, and we will certainly follow up on anything if there's a lead. And if like the police off, if, if if he had said that, but at the same time, when the police force had had some instances of whether it be police brutality or against people of color or any other number of things that police shouldn't be spending their resources on, and they made that clear enough, and then she would still kept pushing them, I think that's a that's an interesting way to go where you're not really sure who has the moral high ground but she's pushing them is she pushing them too far how is she dealing with this loss that was something i was all there and fine for but it just tries to do so much more than that and it also makes her kind of bad whether it be she's assaulting teenagers or using using the n-word for no reason or blowing up police stations like i it's a little over the top
0: yeah it's the thing is like she's a bad person before her daughter, like, dies, <laughs> right? So that's why that's why it's hard to feel, like, sympathetic at all because you have this flashback, right? And she's, like, I don't want to say the same person because, like, you know, obviously she went through this traumatic experience, but, like, she's still, like, not a good person. There's a reason, like, her kids had problems with her. She divorced. Like, there's a reason that, like, she has this attitude about life, and that's just, like, who she is, which is whatever. But then, like... the movie doesn't necessarily want you to like feel like so sympathetic for her because they they want to have this like moral like ambiguity on like both sides right but like you just like don't want anyone to like (laughs) prosper in this movie kind of because they're all just like so terrible and there's nothing like redeeming about it right and like you said like Sam Rockwell has this He's just like blatantly racist. Like the first scene is like one of the the black guy painting the billboard is like, aren't you the cop that like beats black people or something? And it's like, OK, like, <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing. We're going there. And then it's like it's just it's kind of uncomfortable, like how common, like how it's like, oh, yeah, this guy hate is racist. He hates black people. He beats up black people. And it's just like not a big deal. <laughs> um, and then. They sort of, like, try to make it a big deal, but it do- it just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it actually makes it a big enough deal.
1: And well, that's, that's the thing, like, right? It, it doesn't make it like, a big deal, but you know it's there, and they put it, there, they put it out there, and if you're going to put it out there, you should address it.
0: You have to address it, yeah. And whatever they do address in this movie just doesn't really feel complete. It just feels sort of like half-assed because it's like, okay, now we have – Clark Peters coming in. He's the black police officer. He's gonna ride the ship, and people are gonna respect him because he's black. Da da da. It's like the way they use the African Americans in this movie is so like
1: generic. They they use them. I thought they they, 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 said her friend is there to uh, give her props for putting up the billboards, and then they need to use her to get to get at Mildred, so they throw her in jail, and then they forget about her. Yeah,
0: and that scene where she leaves jail is so awkward. Like. She's just like so happy after a couple of weeks in jail, like no <laughs> qualms about it. And it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but.
1: And then, and then, and then, uh, Clark is there to be the guy that's like there for the audience. They're going to yeah. be like, hell yeah, the black guy's yeah. going to get him. And yeah. then he, he, he does the obvious thing give me your gun and your badge. And then Clark yeah. doesn't do anything the rest of the movie, besides at one yeah. point tell Mildred, hey, not all We're police not officers all, yeah. are bad. And then that's all of Clark. Why do you get Clark yeah. Peters if that's all you're going to give them to do?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is it, it keeps sending these messages where it's trying to tiptoe you between, like, beyond well, look at look at it this way, look at it this way, look at it this way. And it's like like sometimes people can just be wrong, and they need to deal with it. And if you don't make the characters, like, deal with it, then you're not going to get, it, like, a real arc. And they try to do it with Sam Rockwell, but it's, like, like the completely wrong character well, to do it with, I feel like. The thing
1: is, I don't want to say it's impossible to make a movie about redeeming someone who's racist i can't think about like because i want to believe that people can like see the error of their ways just in general like you should be able to fix someone but the way to do it isn't just to have them read a letter where like an old friend says i think you're a good person
0: yeah right it's it's, all right now i'm gonna be a good person he has no reason like woody harrelson writes in this letter and woody harrelson has no reason to tell like to feel that he's a good person we have no evidence of that like throughout the the film, because every time he's just ter- – like Sam Rockwell is just terrible in every scene. Like he's a bad person.
1: Yeah, I mean he did write that note before he throws Caleb Landry Jones out the window. So yeah. at that point we've just seen him getting angry in general at people for the billboards. Um, and, and we know about him like being uh, racist uh, and like beating black people. But what we don't know what Woody Harrelson has even ever seen in him at any point. So then yeah. Woody Harrelson simply writing to him, you know what? I think you're actually good. And now he's like, you know what? I'm gonna flip the switch, good. and I'm gonna be good. right. And I've seen a lot of people, though, and I, this is like the bread and butter of what I want to talk about. And if we just want to go there, we can. Yeah, let's go there. That think that he doesn't get redeemed, and it's like I don't understand that. Like the, the defenders of the movie think he doesn't get a, he's not getting a redemption arc, and that he still hasn't really changed. And I, I don't understand how you can necessarily think that because he's clearly trying to do good he's put, put like sacrificing his body to help this woman yeah and he's like doing doing all this stuff and just because he is going on a road trip to potentially kill a rapist at the end which i mean shouldn't really be taking the law into your own hands like that that doesn't mean he's still as bad of a person as he was before
0: yeah um i think that if like it, it's so clear that this dude is trying to like get beat up so he can get this guy's dna like that in it that is literally like the like that's him trying to that's redeem himself a heroic kind of thing yeah. like there's no question about that's clearly what that scene is as clear what the character's motivations are there's no uh, there's no way around that um and you know and he like tries to be nice and he tries to make up with Mildred and like look I may have found the guy I don't want to get your hopes up da, 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 da. um And even
1: if we think Mildred is not a good person we're still yeah. like set up to feel for her and sympathize with her some at that point we we are rooting for her in some ways so him going to such great lengths to help her is
0: the movie trying to get you to come around his face off and it's like it's like these two characters are supposed to have this like aha moment with each other kind of and they do and it's just like if he's not a changed person how is he not getting
1: mad at the person that he ultimately says yeah i knew all along you're the one that burned my face
0: off yeah he's obviously changed his ways yeah 100 percent. um and you can't argue that but like i feel like the movie might have been better off if he was just that character the whole time like trying to help and then they just like came up short or Or, something or if he had
1: just been a dumb buffoon Uh, sure that works too the whole time instead of
0: a racist dumb buffoon you could
1: have just been someone you didn't have to be a racist at all you didn't have to have any of that stuff in there and you could have just been the guy that really really liked the chief and got mad at people for calling him out and that was it it's 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 unnecessary if you're gonna half-ass it like you said
0: it it almost feels like the racism is like a b-plot and it's like it's the way it's presented is not something that can be like shown as a b-plot you know what i mean and and then like at the end of the day, it it doesn't actually matter because it's just like, hey, um, it's about this white old white lady who's sad, and then she's not a good person. She's just gonna kill a rapist because uh, an alleged rapist because it might make her feel better. And it's like, it, like once I got to the end of the movie, I was like, this movie is so fucking pointless. And that's that was the most frustrating part. I think is that there isn't. There, like the lack of conclusion or the poor conclusion, is so like it just feels so worthless, and it's it's just frustrating that that is like the best they came up with.
1: Yeah what did you what did you think of Woody's character until he died? I think it was um, interesting. I th- I, th- I thought he was interesting at least. Uh, yeah, I, I
0: think the acting was good. The writing wasn't bad. It was a little like corny here and there didn't understand um, why I had an Australian wife 30 years younger than him. But Yeah, Abby Cornish, like, it was, was kind of strange. Um, I mean, it was cool to, like, see him, like, in his element, right? Like, with his wife and his kids and, like, doing these different things and sort of, like, being the police chief and how he sort of interacts with everyone. I think he did a good job. Um, I wish that he didn't die because, he, like, he was good for the story and then he's just dead. But, like... The letter he wrote was, like, it, it's hard for me because, like, I think it's funny. Like, I laughed. Like, and him, I was him like, paying for the billboards? Yeah, yeah, I think that's funny. Um, The way he has, like, the foresight of that and uh, the way he sort of, like, handled, like, you know, I want my wife and my kids to have this, like, great day as their last day with me kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think but it's... that's I, a whole other, like, arc of kill yourself. you know what I mean? Like, that's a whole other, like, B-plot of, like, someone that's dying, like, they want to just die so they don't have to suffer or people don't have to like be there for them when they're suffering like that's like that's a that could be a strong like premise on its own right
1: yeah and or you don't or you don't have to have the cancer uh the cancer yeah. c- it could have been just a yeah. way to engender easy sympathy with him yeah. to try and tilt the scales a little more and yeah. to make you question her yeah. and I don't think you even needed that like I said earlier he's he sets it up in the beginning that he's just uh, he's he's done a lot for you know I don't want to say a lot, but he's done what he reasonably can be expected to do, she's saying, oh, no, you need to go and uh, t- DNA swap every single person in the state or something like yeah. that. And it's like, we know that that's he's not unreasonable for not doing that. And yeah. if you just keep him alive the whole time and don't use him to then redeem Sam Rockwell, then, I don't know, I think it's a more interesting movie because he's giving an interesting performance.
0: Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, may- like maybe they, the movie should have been, like... Behind and it should have showed them like trying to trying to like solve the crime and just not being able to and like that might have been more interesting or like worked better right because then you sort of have this context of everything that's going on because a lot of a lot of the movie ends up just being them telling us things right instead of like actually like showing things that happen because because like she's doing all this stuff right and it's maybe like twenty or thirty minutes into the movie where you realize or you're told that like they actually like did conduct a search and they actually did look for this person and you know what i mean it might even be longer than than 20 or 30 minutes into the movie that that happened so it's it's sort of like misguiding you intentionally just to like tell you these things to like make them fit neatly and it, it it's it's weird to say like things fit neatly in this movie because it's such a mess but they like intentionally try out, like do all these things so that you're you're supposed to feel a certain way there's not like I said earlier, there's no no subtlety at all in the movie about what's going on, and I think the movie thinks there is, um, but I I didn't I didn't get that vibe from it.
1: Like I'm stealing some of the stuff that I wanted to a few of the, a few of the points I want to make I'm stealing from the that Twitter thread I sent you uh, after yeah, you saw the movie yeah. from Gene Demby of MBR because yeah. I thought it made a, a lot of good points, but even stuff like the the flashback scene. While I, I like that actress that plays the daughter when it's yeah. when it's her saying. Oh, I hope I get raped and then Mildred says I hope you yeah, I hope you get raped. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like it's, why it's, do it's, we a it's a fairly that. clumsy way of like saying, "Oh, here's why she's doing it. She feels really guilty because she said, "I hope you get raped." It's a it's not exactly the most nuanced or subtle way to convey that kind of information. But it, but yeah. like but like you said, it's an example of them just doling out or sh- like telling you stuff just to make you feel that way. I think that's a, one of the one of the just one of the examples of that.
0: The thing is, it's so easy to have that scene without saying, "I hope I get raped." I hope you, yeah, you, raped. you can, and you can, yeah. you thing. can
1: just know, like she's gonna be upset that their last interaction was an argument. That's all you need yeah. to know. You don't need to add the rape thing on there.
0: And you could have had more like scenes. Like one or two more flashbacks where you see them sort of fighting, and but then they have this sort of like love, but also no, or like, even, or even they're just, at each other's throats or, kind of thing.
1: Or even yeah, or know. just any scenes where they're getting along, just show that yeah, they had <laughs> yeah. a loving relationship. It's just the yeah. this last one was a pretty bad sour
0: note for to be their
1: last yeah. conversation.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just strange. Like then you have like a scene where Lucas Hedges gets like cereal thrown on his face, and it's like it's just like little things like that that are like there's there's sort of like what mcdonough does in his movies like these little like weird quirky things but like in this i feel like in this setting his like dark comedy thing like played for laughs doesn't really work
1: well i i laughed i did laugh some at the um her ex-husband's 19 year old girlfriend yeah Uh, i don't know i thought that (laughs) and then when and then when at the dinner when dinklage is like did she say that? I forgot what the uh the phrase was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't even draw drawing a blank on it now. But yeah. it was some sort of like fancy turn of phrase. Yeah. Dinklage is like, she said that. Yeah. Like, I laughed at a yeah. few of the moments,
0: but uh, but that but that's not like
1: that's not like the dark comedy part. No, that's no. just like
0: the funny part, right? Yeah,
1: it did it did some of that stuff okay, but the dark stuff like they 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 played the domestic yeah. violence off. Yeah, I don't want to say for laughs, but it was just kind of thrown on top and not really taken all that seriously. Yeah, it, it reminded
0: me a little bit of iTanya and like, like how.
1: Like, when the girlfriend walks in, when she, when yeah. he has the knife at her throat, she's like, oh, I guess I've walked in on a family moment, and then walks away. Like, no, you've walked in on a dude committing like a serious uh, yeah. crime.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, did it remind you of I, Tonya at all? And just like, we're just seeing this and they're not really like fully commenting on it. They're just sort of like, giving us this hey look domestic violence and i, told you, I thought it was piece. just
1: well and i told you, i thought it was more like they try and tell you it's serious but it's just undercut a little bit by the yeah. by the not so serious music here it was like we're not really we're not really dwelling on it at all like i, I don't think they did enough work in i Tanya for her to get back together with him but you, you at least hear her kind of lamenting that a little bit uh, Mildred might mention once that your dad beat me, but you don't. They, it really isn't. Um, it really isn't examined all that much.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that, about Sam Rockwell is they don't they give him like a your his dad died, which is why he's like being emotional arc too.
1: That, that's like, that's, it, that's a little part of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's just it, it's just frustrating because they they go through. A lot of details in the movie, like specifically, but then they end up just like not mattering that much, or mattering in like a a way that you don't think they should. It's just, it's just such a weird thing to have this racist cop guy. I'm just stuck on this, this like racist cop character, that like. And and, and we've talked like obviously we know that cops have like lives and shit, like. There's such a better way to go about doing that, you know, without him having to be this like terrible, terrible racist person and like. I I, I don't know. And I, I don't think we've dwelled enough on
1: the fact we've talked about why we are problems with him, but he's gonna win the Academy Award for this performance. I hope not, dude. It's gonna happen. He's it's gonna be him. <laughs> uh, Will Dafoe won a lot of the awards early in the award season, but it's it, it's gonna be Sam Rockwell. He's winning all of them now.
0: <laughs> uh, who's up? Well, Christopher Palmer should not win. Woody Harrelson probably shouldn't win either. Willem Dafoe was delightful, but I, I don't know that it's the strongest supporting performance. And Richard Jenkins, we talked about that in the Shape of Water podcast. Yeah, he's he's actually probably legit. my favorite of those five. Um, I mean, again, I mean, we're going to do an Oscar podcast, but the fact that yeah, these two I, fucking I, guys are, are, are nominated <laughs> and Stuhlbarg isn't is just a fucking travesty. Like. I don't know. I don't get I don't I the thing that I don't understand. Josh and, there, and there's and like,
1: there's a chance that it could win best screenplay, original screenplay over both Get Out and Ladybird. <laughs> 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 and, and like I, I feel like last year when we did the Awards podcast we were just like, eh, like, it, I don't think it's really unique enough for us to do like our own personal Oscar categories, so we just did our made-up ones, which we enjoy doing and we should still do it again. Yeah. But I feel like I kind of wanted us to do our own Oscars if that aren't going to – just to have have it on paper – have have us being on paper or on record as having something other than this one winning anything. So – but, yeah, so uh, be prepared for it to win some. I mean, well,, I mean, or just prepare for the worst because last year we, we we I think you could go back and listen to our yeah. uh, awards podcast, which is like, Dated right away because we we waited too long to do it. We did it, like the day before the Oscars, and we were just moaning yeah. about how Lawland La was going to win everything. And then like the Oscars were the next day, and then it we were, we, we we set up ourselves up, up for the worst. And then Moonlight had a better day than expected, so uh, that that might happen again. And, <laughs> and, and Manchester beat it in screenplay. So be prepared yeah. though, because it, it won or it won screenplay in at the Golden Globes. The the one saving grace is he didn't get nominated for best director, which makes some people think that. And there'll be enough backlash that it just won't win and that was the start of it kind of. It's not exactly the most flash flashy directed movie, but he um, he wrote it too and he he won in screenplay over Greta and Jordan. So The
0: thing the thing I don't understand, Josh, is this isn't even like a bridge of spies situation where people are just like giving it a thumbs up in, like, a Met, people are like, wow, this movie's so good. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, Bridge of Spies was never gonna win Best Picture, like, it got nominated. No, no, but with- you
0: know what I'm saying, like, this this has a really high score on Rotten Tomatoes, right, and Bridge of Spies also had a high score, but Bridge of Spies, like, we read the reviews, and they were like, eh, it's not the worst, whatever, thumbs up, but this movie's like, people are like, wow, like, it's exhilarating, and exploration of rage, and da-da-da, I'm like, what movie are you guys
1: watching? To be fair, get- I think there's more of a, this is more like La La Land, though, where there, there is a decent contingent of people that are calling out it for this stuff that's not good about it it's just there's a i'd say it's a vocal minority and i think there was a pretty clear la, la land moonlight thing last year but it's this is kind of the same thing where there's some people that really do love it like you say and there wasn't really any i mean some uh, some friends of ours might have been pretty high on bridge of Spies, but f- for the most part the, experience, experience. The, the, <laughs> the the general the general public not not so much. You know, like they were all, like you said, pretty mad. And there are some people that are really high on this one, but there's enough of a
0: backlash where it might just – the other movies like, that we like better I might – I don't character. think this is a smart movie.
1: Eh.
0: And I think the movie thinks it's really smart. Like I'm going back and reading some of these little people blurbs like, right now, and I'm just about like – like,
1: It has moral ambiguity and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Like one of the things says, is, is it too early to start talking about how Martin McDonough is one of the great writer directors of the past decade? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like it, there probably isn't a better there probably isn't a better director in the last decade than like Ryan Coogler, <laughs> if we're being honest. Like this is absurd. That is it, this crazy, dude, that this movie. I just I mean I, I, c- don't I can get name it.
1: like three other writer directors that have made even more movies than
0: Taika to
1: together. Yeah. It's a, like
0: uh, I just I don't I don't get it because the movie is just like
1: I mean I think a lot of it I I doubt
0: that Like what did you like about them? Did you like anything about the movie?
1: Well, like I said, I, I like some of the stuff with Woody and sure. I liked I don't know, I I think I like the idea of it more than the execution of the Francis McDormand stuff. Like I I left it the first time thinking like, oh, if it had just been about her then i would have been good and then for some reason on the second viewing like just her being like not a good person bothered me a lot more so yeah. i'm still kind of recalibrating in my head exactly like how i totally rate the movie because i the more i thought about it the more i read about it I, I mean i read positive opinions and negative opinions too and i the negative opinions help shape how i felt about it probably a little sure. bit more and left were more agreeable to uh, my ultimate opinion and i i I was just like at first. I was just like, yeah, it was it was solid, but I, I just wish they hadn't redeemed Dixon so fast. And that was pretty much what I said the first time. And once I just got so many other opinions and um, or read so many other opinions, I I was just like, oh man, I I, I don't know. There's just uh, not, it doesn't have a ton going for it. It's uh, yeah. I, I think I like the idea. Like I said, I like the idea of the Francis McDormand stuff better than the execution and and the, the Woody Harrelson stuff. Like. Was a part of that, I guess, but yeah. and I and I and I like that. Okay, and I don't know. I'm not I. I really can't sit here and like I said, I, I laughed. <laughs> yeah. at, I laughed at the the teenage girlfriend, and I. Uh,
0: yeah, I I, I, like I think, like you said, uh, you said a couple times, like the premise in its in in and of itself is actually interesting. Well, um, without the race stuff. And then, yeah, and then the details they go about to sort of like give you the story, just make it like. I don't even, I don't even want to say like less interesting but just like less good. I don't know. Um I I just yeah I I really didn't like this movie. Um I'm it like I'm going to complain whatever Oscars like the screenplay if this wins screenplay I don't I'll be more mad know. about that.
1: I mean I'll be more mad about that than I would I mean I'm I'm preparing myself for Rockwell like I said and also Francis McDormand to beat uh Shirsha and
0: um, really and god I mean she, bless. she
1: I mean it, it, she won the SAG Award. Uh she which is where she was actually in competition with uh Saoirse and yeah. Margot Robbie. whereas at the Golden Globe yeah. she was
0: in the drama category. Okay. So So is it get out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, this movie and Big Sick for the screenplay? Uh,
1: say this, get get out, Shape of Water Lady Bird, Shape, Shape of Water, Life. Big Sick and Yes, Yeah, yes. so those are, those are all the original yeah. ones, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't really like Shape of Water that much, but it's better than this fucking movie.
1: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I feel uh, pretty. Sh- 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 well, I don't know. I, I think Get Out and Lady Bird are cruelly, 100%. Better, th- cruelly better than the 100%. other. Th- cruelly better than the other three. Um, then there's a then there's a pretty sizable drop, in my opinion. Then you you get a big sick, and then I think big sick and Shape of Water, I think about equal in quality maybe and then then you go way 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 down here yeah but, <laughs> way i way, mean way this, to is, this is this is the favorite with those other two that i'm saying are at the top and i i, I even if i didn't like how francis mcdormand's character was written like i still think she's a good performer and the performance in and of itself of what they're asking her to do she's doing a good job about so i'm not gonna get as mad about that as i would about the screenplay which like i think is objectively just not good on its own merits
0: yeah um, um. I hear you. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk more about it when we do the, uh, the Oscars podcast. I just, uh, to me, this shouldn't win any Oscars, but like, this is just the opinion I have of some it, of some movies. So.
1: Prepare for the worst, hope for the best.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna keep like, I, I the thing is like, you can't. This movie can't like change change my mind. So, um, I don't know. I, I would. Like, if you're like trying to watch these Oscar movies, I would just be like, you could skip this one. For me, like, I don't think it's going to add much to your life. But, if like you, Josh if you, said, if, if, if it if, wins stuff, then you're going to be missing out on If you, if on you that,
1: like being so. able to say you saw the best picture <laughs> sure. winner, then you m- might have to just go see this. Uh, but if you, if, if, if you're <laughs> if just. If this wins and, and,
0: best picture, Josh. We're, we're. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna do something.
1: Yeah. So if, like, if, but the, 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 unfortunately, there, there is a chance. I, if you put a gun to my head right now, I might say no because I think the same thing could happen that happened to Lawland, and there's just gonna be enough pushback that it might just not happen. But I, I there's, there's still a better than, a better, a better than average chance of it happening. And if you want to be able to say you saw the best picture winner go if you have total faith in anthony and i and you make all your (laughs) make all of your movie going decisions based on our recommendations then you you can sit you can sit this one out
0: yeah um yeah and and we'll we'll we got a podcast We're, we're gonna do the oscars podcast and then a couple other ones um leading up to that so
1: yeah, next. Um, then, or I think probably by the time we this, post be this a, We'll yeah, say call next me by week. Your
0: name will be. Yeah,
1: all right, well, yeah, yeah the, the call me by your name, but like we'll we'll put this is going to go up after that, and then after this, we'll have an we'll have an all British, uh, very British podcast <laughs> rounded it out with, uh, Phantom Thread and Darkest Hour, one of which Anthony is probably not going to see, the other which he's going to see, but isn't excited to see. <laughs> uh, and so we'll we'll have all of them there, and you can then you can then listen to all of them, and then decide if you're going to throw down those thirty five dollars to. Yeah. go to regal oh, and gosh. see all the see all the best picture winners yeah so, or you could oh, nominees
0: sorry get movie pass and go see movies they don't sponsor yeah, us I, I, yet, yeah but. i don't
1: i don't understand i don't understand why <laughs> yeah, we never really talked about that how like movie pass actually became popular and yeah no one else knew what it was no we were-
0: it's so annoying when people i see people now on like instagram stories or snapchat like hey if you guys have if you guys have movie pass like text me so i can like let me know what you think i'm like bitch like i've had movie pass for three years what you
1: need to do is like, like we were getting our money's worth when it costs 40 dollars a month you, you're it's not you why do you need someone's recommendation to go buy that product for 9.95
0: 9.99 dude like yeah. yeah just buy it
1: but uh yeah so yeah. go go uh yeah that is weird that like anyone that cares you would think anyone that cares enough to like go do one of those oscar deals that's not like an old person that just doesn't know what apps yeah. are. Should already have Movie Pass anyway.
0: But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually so me and Sky when we go to this this theater we went to the last two times. Does Sky have Movie Pass now. He does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we actually just so we click the time on the app and then it lets us pick the ticket, e-ticket, and then we just type in our confirmation code at the at the theater and it gives us it prints our ticket out. So we don't actually need the card sometimes. It's interesting. Oh yeah, but,
1: so it it does it does do that sometimes and. Uh what was I gonna say? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I was I was gonna make another point about e-ticketing or something like that, and then I forgot. But uh,
0: yeah. Eh, whatever. Anyway, uh, you can find us on social media, Josh. What's your uh, Twitter handle? Um,
1: at Josh Chernavoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y.
0: Uh podcast Twitter is 52 and 52 pod. Uh my Twitter is at a clambake, a K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E. Uh, podcast email fifty two and fifty two pod at com. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you thought about three billboards if you saw it, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.